Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Framför mig sitter en man som är lärare i ledarskap och besitter insikten om livets mening. Han hade allt när han var en hårsmån från att förlora sitt liv. Ingen läkare kunde hjälpa honom men plötsligt kom hjälp från ett väldigt oväntat håll. När han fick sin andra chans ändrades allt. Det här är Tell Your Story med livscoachen Erhard Rutiman. Welcome to Tell Your Story, the podcast. How do you want to present yourself? Uh, What's your title? <laughs> thank you, Lisa, yeah. um, for the invitation. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I don't care for titles. Um, um, probably I could just say what I do. Um, today I'm working as a, a trainer and a coach and um, as an inspirational speaker. Mm-hmm. That's what I do. Yeah, and uh, I I had you as a teacher in one of the classes here at the Lorange Institute of Business, where we are right now in Zurich, Switzerland. And um, I have to say that that uh, course, that module was magic. I think everyone agrees. I cannot talk for everyone else, but I <laughs> thank you very much. But, but uh, according to um, uh, the feeling and what everyone said afterwards, it was one of the best modules ever at this institute. Because um, this is a business school, but uh, and it, of course it's a lot about the numbers and analyzing and models, etc. Like you do in a traditional yes. business school. But your module was something extra because it was about the soul. It was about the human, the person. And um, that was also why I wanted to invite you to this podcast. Because here we talk about the soul and the and, and the real life, what's really important in life. And yes, and that that's exactly what's important uh, mm-hmm. to me. And and when I have a training like that or I a lecture, for me it's very important. Uh, I have a clear picture in mind. I want to be the teacher that you will remember 10 or 20 years from the day um, you've been taught by me. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm not going in there to impress you or to be interesting. I think what is very important is that I, I'm really interested. I'm interested in the in the people who sit in the room and people who make the difference, probably because I touch their life. And I want to use every chance I get 
to give you all my experiences and, and all my wisdom that I've gained um, over the years and I've paid for um, in a way that you can, um, you can pass it on to others. And mm. hopefully a lot of people will not have to make the same mistakes or learn from mistakes and get along much faster and much easier than I did. So you told us, you started out telling us about um, a story that uh, everyone was uh, almost grasping after air after you told us but first of all can you tell can can you tell us about um uh, who were you before this happened before i was the perfect business owner i would say i had a perfect career i studied law and political science i did my military service i get got my officer rank i climbed up the corporate ladder very fast i became a general manager very easy i became a regional uh, manager i became um, a business development responsible person for a huge uh, american company for the emea region which is uh, Europe, Middle East, and Africa. And I w- probably people would say I was extremely successful. Nearly everything I touched uh, turned into gold. And when I left the corporate world and founded my own company, it took me less than three years to bring my company up to the top ranking list in the PR industry. And we ranked number one for technology consulting after less than, than three years. So probably everyone would say um, my life was perfect. Yeah. And how did you feel during this time? I feel exci- I felt excited. Um, I always had a clear um, next step and then and the next goal in front of me, um, not really knowing what was driving me. And I think that was um, uh, that that was probably a, par- a huge part missing in my life. Mm-hmm. But I had no time to think about it. Were you a typical Type A person who, um, yeah, go for the goal and? Yeah, m- most probably you you could say that. Of course, I, I remember um, when I was 16, 70 years old, before going uh, to university, I, I, I was I was uh, probably a very spiritual person. I wouldn't I wouldn't have called it that at that point of time. I didn't know it, but I was I felt attracted by certain literature. I was really intrigued by reading uh, Greek philosophers or Seneca and reading their wisdom and also touching some books from Indian uh, sages that 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 had really a huge impact on me but um, I think and I, I think I didn't mention that when we had the training together my father passed away when I was 18 years old maybe I mentioned it I, I don't no, know anymore um, so my my big role model and my coach just left my life exactly at the point of time when I needed him most because what happened to him he just had a, a heart a heart stroke and he just passed away like that when I was 18 and I was supposed to study uh, sports medicine and um, that changed the course of my life because uh, my mother and I we were not able to finance um, a study that was so long because sports medicine is extremely expensive and it uh, takes you nearly 10, 10 years until you have done all the modules you have to go through so I, I decided to, to do something else and um, I decided to do something that, um, that, that is fast 
which of course is uh, economics or law uh, and political sciences. So I decided to go for law and political sciences because there you don't have to do the statistics exam, which uh, is a is a, a potential <laughs> a potential problem for most of the people. Yeah, and I, um, I just did it. I su I, I succeeded. <laughs> oh, good! Congratulations. <laughs> I was surprised. <laughs> Congratulations. So I I avoided that um, just to make sure that I can finish um, as quickly as I can. But of course, what I didn't realize um, when I made that decision is that I will be together with a certain type of people for the next four years. And today I know that uh, your environment is much stronger than your will. So your environment has a huge impact on the way you think, you behave, on your value system. And that's probably what brought me on a typical fast career path um, so, going so through that type of, uh, yeah. of study. Yeah. So what happened was that your, your father passed away Yes. Without no notice. And that made you change your life, the direction of your life, into something that wasn't really natural? Mm, it was not only not natural, I was probably not even interested in it. The only thing that I took uh, with me um, f was from my time with my father. We, we were uh, both um, very uh, much into sports. And I was a top athlete at that point of time, and my father was my coach. So what I took with, with me from the time with my father is just the way um, how I can win every race. So that's what I, what I took with me, and that's what was guiding me through the next 10, 15 years, is just uh, win the race. To win yes, whatever win, situation win. you were in. Not... not, not um, uh, winning in, a, in an ethical and in a moral way, in a fair way, but um, no excuses. Um, you know, number two and number three is, um, is, is a nice rank, but it's not uh, what I was looking for. Yeah. So there you were, successful in yes. every way. <laughs> and then what happened? Um, I had my uh, agency, um, and the agency was, was flourishing. And I got, I think it was in 2005, uh, 2004, 2005, I got an early wake-up call. I had a serious um, health problem, but um, of course my attitude was um, there is a way to win that race. So I was winning the race against that health problem, which what means was it? Was it, uh, I, I had a. Uh, I wouldn't really go in no. too much into that because I don't think it's important. What What was more important is that I didn't understand it. It was a wake wake up call for me to think about my life, to think about what I'm doing and why I'm doing it. And I didn't, didn't take it. Uh, I didn't take it the way it was supposed to be. It was a help for me, but um, I I was not I was not seeing it. So some years later, as I described, that was on September 3rd, 2008, uh, at three o'clock in the morning. I woke up in my bed and I was haunted by terrible spasm in my feet and in my in my legs, and it was it was really special because doing so much sport I was used to have spasm or cramps. I knew how that felt and I I knew how to handle it, but that that was something very different. It was so strong. I had I had no way to, to fight it. I was um, laying in my bed soaked in sweat and tears were running down my cheeks. I had um, 
it was so painful from my feet up to my up to my stomach, and uh, I realized that I kind of had lost control over my lower body. And and the interesting thing was that my mind was very calm. I was very calm. I was more in an observing role, although it was it was hurting. I was crying. And I hope that I, I will not wake up someone in the house, uh, not my wife or my uh, or my young son. And, and and I was observing what what's happening here. And then I thought, oh, this is interesting. Maybe this is your time to leave the earthly plane. You know, that's you probably that? yeah. I thought that. I thought maybe your so- your soul is already already leaving the body. So and you just you just don't need your lower body anymore. And probably yeah probably will take some time until you really leave your body and I was hoping that this will happen in, in, in fact and and unfortunately it didn't happen so I was uh, I was fighting for two hours a little bit more than two hours and then suddenly the spasm was over and I was lying there and I said oh gosh it was uh, about 5 15 in the morning I wanted to go to the bathroom to refresh myself and I, when I wanted to get up I was uh, I was uh, realizing I had lost, really, literally lost control over my legs and my feet. I was paralyzed. And, yeah, there was a, a shock, but not, not a huge one. And so I said, okay, that's, that's what happened. So let's get um, uh, to s- and see someone who can help you, you know. So my journey started um, to see all the specialists, the uh, medical doctors, the neurologists, everyone. I was doing MRIs, everything you can imagine. And um, after 10 days, I have lost over 8 kilos in pure muscle mass. That doesn't sound like a lot, but I was uh, 63 kilos at that point of time, uh, minus 8 kilos. That brings you down to... Um, were, you, were you stressed under this time? No, I was not stressed, but I was just not using my muscles anymore. No. And I was used to use my muscles a lot because I was doing sport and was quite active. And just by not using the muscle, they were just melting away very fast. And yeah, but I meant uh, before this happened that yes. you woke up this morning uh, with those uh, spasms. Were, were yes. you stressed or was it something, <laughs> something that had happened to yeah, you? Uh, the, the interesting thing is uh, it's now 2015, so I had more than seven years time to think about that. And mm-hmm. uh, believe me or not, I have not yet found the cause, the real cause for that event. And maybe it's... It's not even important that today that I know what the cause was, but I, I got the lesson. Not, of course, right there, but I got the lesson over time. So, and I, I got the lesson in a very, um, in a very, uh, in a very special way because, of course, first I had hope in in, in the traditional medicine. Of course, I, I wanted to study sports medicine, so I trusted in in, in high technology uh, medicine, and. I think it took me less than three months to find out that these people had no clue what to do. They knew everything about diseases, but they didn't know just a simple thing about about health. No. No, they just know everything about diseases. And if, if there is a disease that they don't know, they're just lost. So they told me that I have to get used to the thought of using a wheelchair just in case I survive. 
that was a nice side comment that um, kind of... Um, so they thought that this would be something that would repeat? Um, they, they, they just thought that probably if it goes on like that, this person will not show up uh, anymore in the next six months. So that was kind of the message I got. And uh, for me, that was time to... Um, to walk away from these people because as I told him, are you really sure that you're the best uh, doctors in, in this area of expertise? And they said, yeah, yeah, we are, definitely we are. We have confirmation about that. We have, we are highly decorated. And, and I said, you know, because I can't believe it because I expect from someone who claims to be an expert in his area of expertise that he is always asking, how can I solve the problem? How, what, what else can I do to help that person? Or where are different informations? Where are other sources where I can go to to look for a solution? And they didn't ask all these questions, so I had to ask them myself. And I went on to a journey which took me about nine months until I, um, I find some, found someone who um, offered me help. I was writing down a health profile of myself. I was writing down everything I had since from my birth up to that time. Every little thing um, that happened to me, every health problem. And I was sending around that, that, that profile uh, around the world to hundreds of uh, different doctors, of specialists. Most of them didn't even answer my request. You, you took that initiative yes. and you sent it to yes, all Yes, I, I, I sent it around the world. I was uh, working from home. Um, I couldn't go to the office. Um, I didn't want to show up in that um, in that condition because I, I knew that my employees, they need to, to trust in me. You know, I, have, I still have to lead them. I have to give them perspective and hope. And I just said to them, you know, it's, um, it's much better for me not to travel, so I stay home. I talk to them every day. I keep them inspired doing the work and, 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 uh, and serving our clients. And the, beside that, I was sending around my health profile looking for someone who has an idea. And uh, suddenly I received an email from a lady, from a doctor in India. And she, sent, she wrote me an email and she said... Um, and this was a person that you had reached out to first or did she get your, your uh, email from elsewhere? No, no, she got it directly from me. Yeah. Um, uh, but she was one of the latest one I contacted. She, she, she replied very fast. I think it took, didn't take take more than 48 hours to, mm -hmm. to respond to my email. And she said, you know, I believe we can help you. But the way you present yourself um, looks like you have tried many, many things. And most probably what I'm writing you right now is not it's not believable for you so just to make sure that you can um, probably uh, build trust with me i've attached a letter um, to this email and please read that letter and if if half of what's in there is true for you and your values and the way you go through life you most probably want to talk with me and i was reading the letter the letter and i was i was really surprised because what was in the letter was not 50% true for me. It was about 98% true for me. It was the way I was thinking, my value system, the way I was going through life, the way I was working, the way I was engaged, uh, and uh, uh, everything. And I said, wow. So 
I want to talk to that person. So I immediately took the, the phone and um, I called her and I said, I want to see you. Um, and she said, yeah, come down um, to our Ayurvedic hospital and um, we will help you. And I said, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll arrange a trip and I will come down for two weeks. And she said, no, no, you will come down for at least a month. And I said, well, I, kind of, I cannot afford it. I cannot go away from my business for a month. And she said, oh, yes, you can. You cannot afford not to come. And I said, oh, that sounds pretty serious. And what did she uh, think would happen if you wouldn't? No, she just, she just, she just showed me that uh, I had a problem with my priorities. Although I was in a serious in a serious health condition, my number one priority was not my health, but my business. Can you understand? You know, yes. that was just that was just stupid, you know, and in, in, in my condition to have a value system like that. So I said, Oh yes, okay. And we were starting to negotiate, and she said, you know, it's four weeks or nothing. And I said, okay. Uh, six hours later, I had booked everything, my trip to India, and um, and uh, 72 hours later, I was sitting in a plane, not being able to walk, not knowing what I have to expect in India, not knowing if someone will pick me up there. And um, yeah, that was, um, that was quite uh, interesting. And all the time, I was very calm. My mind was very calm, and I felt kind of guided and protected that's when I say that that's from the perspective afterwards when I was there I didn't realize it I just realized that I was not nervous I was very calm and, was it do you think it was your inner compass that you were doing the right thing no my 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 a very pragmatic and business-like uh, conclusion of that was oh um, it was very good that two years ago you started to meditate and that helps you now so i said okay you just did the right thing so that's it's logical you know mm. and um, i was there for four weeks and uh, the unbelievable thing happened. I was really able to walk again. Of course, it was not the kind of walking like you would say. It was more for the people who know uh, Star Wars. It was more uh, R2-D2 way of walking. It was like a robot and touching the wall because I, I didn't have the, the control over my, over my balance. But I was able to walk and... Um, And I was home for uh, about two months. And then I was going back to India for another month because I learned about a doctor who was specialized in nerves and muscular problems. And I spent another month with him. And when I came back, um, I, I was back about 85%. Um, I still had some, some sensational problems. I couldn't really feel my feet when I was walking. I was not sure if I was touching the ground or not. Uh, but on the other side, my feet were very sensitive. So it was uh, was kind of disturbing. Uh, but anyway, I, I, I was back. And of course, um, I knew that I have to, had to change something in my life. And of course, I was clear about the purpose of my life. I was clear about that a long time before. So I, I thought, it's not about the purpose of my life. So what is it? And I said, okay, what helped me solve, or at least partially solve my health problem? And the answer was, search. 
So I said, okay, so I will search for what it is. What is the lesson in uh, here for me? And by, um, by, by an, a series of actions that can only be described as predetermined and guided by a higher wisdom, I was led from one book to the next, from one teacher to the next, until I was attending a course which was called Train the Trainer, and it was led by a gentleman called Blair Singer, who today is not only my coach and mentor, but also a good friend. And the way I was coming to that course was already unbelievable because the course was part of a series of a package of seminars that you can buy and you, you normally can't buy into these kind of courses from outside but I got a call from a lady in the UK and she said I got your name from someone uh, I don't even it, it sounded sound really strange for me. So I said, okay. And, and she explained me about the training and said, I know this training is for you. You have to attend that training. And I said, how can you say that? You don't even know anything about me. Just, I just know. And I'm telling you. I said, okay. And the training was quite expensive. So I said, give me some time to think about it. And she said, okay, I'll call you tomorrow. So I said, okay, this lady is really serious. She really wants to sell me that course. So I was looking um, in the internet, uh, googled for Blair Singer, found his webpage, found some uh, YouTube clips. I thought, oh, it's interesting, interesting guy, but didn't really see how profound it is what he was offering me. But what I what I found is his, uh, his book was which is called Little Voice Mastery, and I thought, oh, this is interesting, and I I just. Uh, bought it immediately, downloaded it into to my Kindle, and I started to read it. And I was nearly done with the book the next day when the lady called again and asked me if I want to take the chance and uh, sign up for the course. I said, yes, I, wa I want to do that. I want to meet that gentleman. And when I was attending the course during these five days, I saw my role model of a teacher and I immediately knew that teachers are not just teachers, but teachers are leaders. Teachers are great leaders. And today I say great teachers are heartfelt leaders. People who do everything they can to enable their students to use their knowledge, their experiences in a way that they can not only inspire themselves, but also thousands of people and touch the lives of other people just by enabling them, by helping them to understand how to use their God-given talents and to make a difference with what they already have. And at that point of time, I knew exactly what the lesson was for me. I was just playing a small game. Of course, on paper, you could say, yeah, that's a good career. This is making a lot of money. He's very successful. He has won several prizes in his industries. But when I realized what I was doing, I just said, you know, you're just, you're just limiting yourself to your very small area of influence, but you could do much more. You, mm -hmm. could, you could impact thousands of people by what you can what you can teach and and of course um, as you said it now my story of really getting it what it is that I should do is also the start of 
new relationships. Yeah. Relationships like the one I have with yourself. Yes. Something inspired you by by hearing that story and 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 also probably by by seeing what I learned from Blair and what I gave you yeah. the way how to teach and this is um, this is my um, this is my huge mission mm-hmm. today that I really want to teach people how to teach yeah. because I believe that we are in a deep leadership crisis I think we we talked a little bit about that before where are the John F. Kennedys? Where are the Martin Luther Kings or the Mohandas Gandhis? People who really move millions of people who lead nations out mm-hmm. of deep, pro- deep problems. Where are they? There is no other subject where you can get as many books as in leadership. There are more books written about leadership than any other subject. There are more courses and seminars about leadership than any other subject. And still, where are the good leaders? Are where people, are they? Are, are people scared of being a, a leader? No, I don't think they are scared of being a leader. They are probably scared, as I was, tapping into their greatness. Mm-hmm. You know, because we, that's not what we are told to do. In school, we are told to be conform. You know, we have we learn how to work in a certain system you know we tried so hard to fit in but we are meant to stand out Mm -hmm. so you see a correlation with the school system and um, oh oh, oh, yes of course for people who know where um, what the basis of our school system is they know where the problem comes from Mm -hmm. so there is definitely it's time to let go of something which doesn't serve anymore for, for those who don't know yes how would you explain it <laughs> i think that that the way i explain it and, and i only do that in classrooms in peop, in a room in a setup in an environment where i have created a sacred space mm-hmm. you remember that we that we started our our uh, session with defining rules and one of the rules is what happens in the room stays in the room and this is true for my belief about about how schools should be led mm-hmm. how people should be taught uh, should be taught so i don't want to advertise um, i would say the problem um, but i think everyone who um, just looks a little bit can easily realize that it, uh, the schools our school system is based upon a, a, a military system and it was not designed to bring out the best in people it was designed to teach people how to be obedient it was mm-hmm. designed to teach people how to work in special functions in special ranks or in special hierarchy yes. and i think today these times are over the command and controlled area is over of course we it's still in place but we see it falling apart everywhere mm-hmm. we are going into a collaboration in a sharing and caring culture mm-hmm. and in a sharing and caring culture and in a, in a collaborative environment we need leaders we don't need people who tell us what to do we need people who show us how to do it we need people mm-hmm. who inspire us you mean teachers who um, makes their students relax and uh, and feel free to be themselves and um, develop? Who, sure. Yeah. Sure. I don't think that I make 
my students relax. I think they are I quite so. I think so. I think they are quite I would say they are they are very high energy. They are very present. Yeah, but I, I think uh, because I was there, I was there as your student, yes. and I uh, I think so. It was a relaxation in in another way. It was high energy, yes. yes. But sometimes, if you, for me anyway, if I get too nervous, I get too tense, I I shut my energy down. Yes. But if I'm open and relaxed, then the energy gets high. And I perform better. Yes. What up? What up? And I'm more authentic and more true. And yeah. maybe maybe you remember um, one of the uh, one of the posters. Context is more important than content. Yes. And I believe it's the context that allows you to be who you are. Yes. The content creates the, mm-hmm. the, this this kind of sacred space. Mm-hmm. And it's everyone in the room who contributes to that. Because Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com/weightloss. That's plushcare.com/weightloss. plushcare.com/weightloss. I had an experience um, a year ago at one of my public seminars when I established the rules and I, I, I asked for the buy-in of, of, of the people. They had one person who said, no, I don't sign up for these rules. These are not my rules. I don't want to do that. I don't do that. And that was the first time for, for me to, to handle such a situation. And I, I knew exactly that um, I have just a fraction of a second to... Um, to make to make a decision and for me the decision was very clear i cannot sacrifice a sacred space to satisfy the wish or the desire of one single person so i said i admire you for being honest and open and telling us that you have a problem with that and i really deeply respect that and i will never ever ask you to sacrifice your values And of course, this is the time when you are leaving us. I was helping him to pack his bag. I was taking his bag. I was leading him to the door and I was shutting the door and I was wishing him a very nice day. Calm, nice, but very clear. What what kind of class uh, was it? Was it an MBA class? No, it was not. It was a public seminar. So it was um, was primarily uh, executives and entrepreneurs who were part um, of that. And And which part couldn't he accept? He couldn't accept 
the the fact that we that we um, respect time. Mm-hmm. You know, when we when we had to set up the rule that we will be always on time, and if someone is not on time, that there will be a fine. He didn't accept ex- ex- accept that, so he said, "No, I don't ex- accept that." You know, I paid, and if I pay, I am I'm giving the rules. I come and go as I. Yes, I be. just I check my mails whenever I want. I go on the phone when I want. I do I do whatever I want because I'm the client, so I pay and I. Yes, and that's that's okay. Um, that's uh, he can believe that, of course, but it doesn't create the sacred space. You know, the sacred space is created by everyone agreeing to the rules and everyone holding the other persons accountable for doing so. Mm-hmm. And you remember it because you had yes, a situation. I remember it, but um, uh, I have to say that now when you say that, I think about a little bit uh, what you said about militarical system. Yes. That sounds a little bit military to me that uh, you should uh, stick to rules like that. No, it's... Um, the interesting thing is, you you could easily see it like that, but in a one or two day course, you don't have a lot of time to create trust, to build that, because the way I teach, I need that from the first moment on. Otherwise, people will not participate. People will not go into that kind of deepness, openness, honesty, as I need it to... Um, to accelerate the, 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 the learning process. Mm-hmm. So what I need, I need a, I need a, 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 I need a tough decision from them. Yeah. They really have to buy into that. They have to say, yes, I want this. I want it. I, I want, they, they should be so curious to say, okay, I, I want to have this. Of course, um, it, it can happen, as, uh, as we just discussed, that someone doesn't um, want to follow the rules. And the good thing is what they see is everything that happens during such a course can only happen because they trust each other, because everyone said, yes, I will do that yeah. for the group. I don't do it for myself. I do it for the group. Why is that important? Why, to is, do, that? To, why is it important to do it for the group and not for yourself? Because in a team, mm. there is always mission first, mm. team second, individual third. Yeah. All other sequences don't work. You know, history proves mm. that mission has to go above anything, anything else. There, there is nothing higher than the mission. And But this is exactly mm. what we expect from great leaders. We, we expect visions, missions, and clear a clear code of honor that everybody follows. What we do when we set up the rules together, we have our own small code of honor. We are like a military platoon that would never, ever leave somebody behind. Mm. Under no circumstance we will leave someone behind. Did you remember when we did the role play, um, role play exercises? Yes. Some people were afraid to step up and do it. Did we leave anybody behind? Yes, we did. No. Yes, we did. No. We left them the decision. Yes. It was their it decision. It was their decision. We didn't send them out. We yeah. didn't treat them um, like you are not worthy. You know, you didn't do the exercise. You were not willing to do that. 
So you what know? what we did for those who weren't there, <laughs> like yes. we were, we did this role play when we were going to have a, hold a speech, like John yes. F. Kennedy yes. or who, what, what? I was John F. Kennedy. Who was yeah. the others? <laughs> yeah, there <laughs> were. Thatcher yes, and, there were several of them. Yeah. So, and uh, it was um, you can decide for yourself yes. when you wanted to go up and yes. hold your speech. Yes, and then we uh, had a break. And uh, those who didn't go yes. before the break, they didn't uh, have to do it because time was up. Yes. But they didn't know it before. Yes. And I was the last one before yes. the break. Yes. And um, I was scared. So yes. I was doubting. But then I just, uh, I did it because yes. uh, I was, anyway, I wanted to do it. I wanted yes. to develop myself. But then you said, for you who didn't do it, yes. who chose not to do it. Yes. This says something about you. Yes. And that's your lesson to... Yes. Yeah. And it's a lesson about life because chances come and go all the time. Mm -hmm. Every day we have hundreds of chances. It's just a question, do we catch them or not? Are we ready? Mm -hmm. Or do we prepare the rest of our lives for the perfect chance that just comes without uh, mm. us doing anything to but, grasp it. Yeah, but that, that is uh, actually a feeling that I have a lot of time. I, I struggle with it because I feel that I am preparing and preparing and preparing myself yes. and I don't really know for what. Yes. <laughs> and it's uh, very frustrating. It is. It is, because your spirit cries yes. for you to seize the opportunity. And I don't you know. You know, the universe sends you opportunity after opportunity, and you mm -hmm. don't take them. You know, that's... That, but uh, what, what, what should I do then when the, when the problem, the issue is yes. that I don't really know what I should do? Yes. What chances should I take? Because I think that I, I'm... I'm, I'm I'm stretching my limits, I'm uh, trying new things. I'm yes, don't try, do. Yeah, I'm, do I'm doing. <laughs> no, you know <laughs> what I'm I mean? Do you, yeah. you, re you remember um, Yoda in Star Wars, in The Return of the Jedi, when he said to Luke Skywalker, sorry, there is no such thing as a try, you know, yeah. do or do not do. Mm -hmm. yeah. And whenever we, we, we hear ourselves say, yeah, I will try, and we already include the possibility that we will fail. Mm. That's why we'll try. We shouldn't try. We should do. We should do. Mm. Just do it. You know, yeah. that's why Nike was so successful, because they told people, just do it. Don't talk about it. Don't dream about it. Just do it. Because this is the only way you get an experience. And some people say that experience is the best teacher. I don't believe that. I believe experience is the only teacher. The mm -hmm. only thing that teaches you something is a personal experience. Then you have a real learning. And I think it's very, uh, you're, you're still a young, a very young person, you know, and, and, and I understand that sometimes, you know, I don't know what the right thing to do. I don't know, should I do this or that? But the only way you found out, you find out is by doing it. Mm -hmm. By doing it, you get a, you get a feedback. You feel it. You feel it. Oh, it feels good. This feels good. I want to have more of that. Oh, this this feels horrible. I I just I, I never ever want to experience that again. So your your system, you have everything within you already to know. You just have to do it, and you have to trust yourself. And just by shutting a door behind you, or burn a bridge behind you, 
and walk forward is a clear sign that you are ready to look for the next good thing for you. Because if we try to keep every opportunity open and we, we dance on, uh, on, on, on several marriages, that never ever, that never ever works. That no. never ever works. You, you're not really, you're not feeling good. You're not feeling relaxed like you just described it. Mm. And I remember your, your final speech at the exam mm -hmm. um, because I had goosebumps when you were talking and I was crying when you were talking nah. because it was, it was your spirit talking to these people and everyone was hypnotized by you. People were hanging on your lips. For them, life was like in slow motion. You could yeah. see it. You could hear a pin drop when you were talking. And this is because you were in the zone. You were in the zone. You were in the flow. And you didn't have to think about what you were saying. Your heart was speaking. And you knew exactly at that point, you knew exactly it's right to do this. And you, yeah, get, and you, gave a, you gave a promise to yourself when you were speaking. Yes. Yes. Can you remember it? The promise to my... No, I don't know which uh, one you are. Yes. <laughs> you, you gave the promise to you that you will never, ever mm -hmm. give up your dreams. No, exactly. And you, That's, will, uh, you will die for your dreams. And this is your spirit calling, you, calling on you to tap, tap into your greatness. Mm -hmm. That's what you're doing right now. That's yeah. why we are sitting here. Yes, maybe. Yes. Yeah, I thought you meant um, uh, what I was talking about, that I... About your vision or mission? Yes, yeah, no, that's my vision. I want uh, every mother to, to be able to be as good mother as she wants to be and yes. as she can be. Yes. And the world is uh, really not fair today. Yes. Because uh, all women are not able, not privileged even to be a good mother. Struggling with economy or the situations, uh, poverty. Yeah, it's, uh, it's horrible how people are living. You care for people. Yes, of yes. course I do. Yes. Of course I do. <laughs> And it's you feel good if you care for people. Yes. Yes, because I'm a mother uh, of my own and I became um, a mother in a really um, a tricky situation. So I could really feel what if I was born in a different um, country? Yes. What if I was uh, really, really poor? What if I couldn't uh, support my child? What yeah. if I, I could really feel what it would feel like? Yeah. So, <laughs> and it felt like hell. So, so you learned yes. and you want to share your learning. You yeah. know what you are? You are a teacher. You are a leader yeah. and you yeah, want to I share it. So I hope so. <laughs> yeah. You, you don't have to hope. You have to gain more confidence by doing it. You know, there is, we, we call that the competence confidence loop. The more you do it, the more you repeat the right thing, the more you practice the right thing, the more confident you get. And the more confident you get, the more competent you become mm -hmm. and vice versa. And it's an upwards, uh, upward spiral that keeps you growing and, and, and striving towards your dreams and aspirations. Mm -hmm. And um, that's the journey that you have started here when you were giving your talk. Mm 
Yeah, I think so. It was and I and I, and I hope that I can contribute to that over also over the next years with whatever I can to keep you growing and. Um, but that's exactly the thing because. Um, other times when I've been holding a speech in class or something, it's always an act. But just this uh, this speech was honest yes. and it was personal. Yes. That was the difference. Yes. Yeah. And it's only possible in 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 that kind of context. You need to create that sacred place so that it can happen. Mm-hmm. And that's what you have to learn. That's what I learned from my teacher, from Blair Singer, how mm-hmm. to create such spaces and to create it within seconds. Yeah. I can create that within a fraction of a second by meeting someone, just by being present with you. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the presence exercise? Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. You know? But can you tell about it, how, how you do? Can you describe it? Yeah, I, I think it's, it's, it's a difficult um, thing to describe it um, uh, just uh, with words. Because I believe it's important that you feel it. But what you do is you become very aware of yourself and you share that feeling with someone who sits opposite you. And you do that for a certain period of time. I think we did it for about three minutes. So you were looking into each other's eyes and becoming really present, really seeing the other person and also being the same time being aware that I'm here really being in the here and now, forgetting everything else. And that's 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 what we did. That was just a base a basic exercise. Of mm-hmm. course there there are more exercises you can but put on top of that. That and, specific exercise yes. is also something you could do in your relationship, right? Sure. Be, I think you told us about yes, it. That of you, course. You and your wife do of, 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 you. of of course. And and the reason the reason why we use that in, in in relationship is if emotions are high, intelligence is low. Mm-hmm. Why is that happening? Because our bloodstream tends to flow from our prefrontal cortex, from our logical brain, from the brain that thinks, and it goes back to our stem brain, you know? And this is where we have three modus of operandi, which is fight, flight, or freeze. And whenever you are in an argument with someone, especially with someone you're really close to, your intelligence is switched off. There is no way you come to a good end with a discussion. Because first you have to let go of that fight, fight or freeze moment and you have to come back to your logical brain. Mm. And how can you do that? By becoming fully aware and by by being present in the here and now. And And this will automatically happen. And by sitting against each other with a reasonable distance, which Mm -hmm. is about probably half a meter between between your your knees, Mm -hmm. your mirror neurons still operate and exchange information between Mm -hmm. each other. The other person can sense, can grasp your vibration and knows exactly Mm -hmm. if you are with the person or not. Mm -hmm. I think you you have seen that when you're doing the exercise of the other person, his mind goes away. You feel it immediately. Yes. It just le- lose the connection. And if someone is really present, mm-hmm. you suddenly start to breathe in the same rhythm. You even can see that your heart starts to pound in the same heart rate. You know, mm-hmm. it's just and you, you can feel it, and and you become more of being one and not mm-hmm. just two separate indiv- individuals. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. 
these are, things are, are very powerful. Much, are people too much in in our minds, in our heads, and and not like connecting? Yes, of course. Too much in our yes, own course. little. Uh, what is the first? What is the first thing you say when you are in an argument with your with your spouse or or, or with your husband or whatever? Is hey, be reasonable. You know. Mm. We, we tell them that they are not reasonable, which means we, we, we try to speak to their logical brain. But by just saying that mm. is already a reaction which can't, doesn't come from our logical brain. It comes just pure, uh, it's pure emotion. Mm. So what we have to learn is we have to, be, um, we have to be present and we have to take, to use all our senses, you know. Yes. And um, of course, all, also our heart. Yeah. And understand that all we want, everybody, everybody wants, just wants to be loved. Yes. Oh my God. You, you know, uh, I just have it. a feeling that you are carrying so much um, knowledge. Yes. Really important knowledge about being a human and what's 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 good for us and what's the meaning of life. What would you say? The meaning of life. What it, what is it for you? For me, the meaning of life is going back to our source which means uniting with um, with our creator. And I think it is obvious people, even people who, are, who, don't, who don't believe in any religion. But are you um, religious? Do you believe in God? Uh, everybody, everybody is very religious. Some people um, can't see it. They are not aware of it. Mm-hmm. Some people deny it. Mm-hmm. Some people even even blame people um, who, um, who who say that they are um, religious i think everybody under- sees if if you just if you watch an animal for instance if you watch a bird fly flying around drinking water picking up uh, certain things and suddenly the bird dies you know it just or it just dies and it lies down what lies down there yes the it's body. the bo- the body of the bird yeah but there was something different before you know Something was in the bird that is not there anymore. Mm. And what is it? The energy. Yeah, um, but, but where does that energy come from? Did you see a plug? Do we have plugs? Do we have to plug into our like to charge like our iPhones? No, we don't have it's plugs. Like, it's like the, um, the energy, maybe the body gets old and weak in time and, and then the energy cannot... It, it, it's like it runs free or something. It's like <laughs> <laughs> it's know. just it's just a question. If you're um, uh, for me, there is uh, it's. Uh, I, I wouldn't say that um, I, I don't see like dying is you know um, is a horrible thing because dying for me is not. You're just you're just leaving on or your the spirit your soul just just moves on to the next um, to the next level. Mm-hmm. You just don't need your body anymore no and i think it's it, it's obvious that there is something in in every living thing that is not the thing itself there is something in it and everybody can can sense that very easily yeah but this is um this is um this question is very hard to 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 answer and it's hard to grasp and for me personally, I am I am so scared of death. I don't want to die. I I am really really scared. I I think yeah. about it almost every day that I don't want to die. Yeah. The good thing and is you die every day because every day you lie down in bed and you go to sleep and you're you're away. You're away. 
but you're not dead because your heart is still beating and your system is still do working. You, do you realize when you, when you sleep that your heart is beating? But uh, we know that our heart is beating. You know that? But if you if you put somebody with a e- ekogi uh, machine, yeah, yeah. <laughs> then it's quite obvious yeah. uh, that even uh, though my they are my, my question is is more when you believe that there is more than just the body, when you believe that there is a soul, and this is your consciousness, your awareness of being, you know, mm-hmm. then sleeping and waking up is just like being born and dying every day, you know. You just you just lay down and every day you get up again and you come back to your waking consciousness and you become awake and for me that's that's nothing um that's nothing um it's it's not dif- it's not different from uh, from passing on to a to a higher plane and i think the good the good uh, the good thing is that our uh, creator or the universe or god or whatever you want to call it um has has made it very very well that we don't remember anymore where we came from when we when we when we come to earth that's that's a good thing because probably we could not handle some people think they do yeah maybe maybe they don't think maybe they really can and 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 they are meant their purpose is to share that that probably we think about is that really possible and what are you talking about and what is happening there yeah, I think it's all the everything has a reason, you know. There is nothing is is is, is a coincidence. So if you hear people saying that, um, listen to that carefully and ask yourself, what does that mean? Yes. What what can I learn from that? And uh, yeah, but I more I wonder why why are people like I am scared of everything, especially dying. I mean, uh, and then I get really confused because I I am alive right now. And I know it's not forever. Um, so why can I just... How do you know re- then? Yes, but I, I mean, um, in this form, it's not forever. Anyway, this life is uh, limited. Yes. <laughs> limited edition. And uh, why can I just not just relax and live this life yes. and just have fun? And you can. stop worrying about uh, when it will be over. Yes, you. Uh, it's a decision. Yes. It's a decision. It doesn't. But it's not that easy because uh, if it was that easy, I would have made that decision. Because <laughs> I mean, you know, the good the good thing about these things is they are so simple that they sometimes can be hard. Mm-hmm. Because if you say it's not easy, it's not easy. If you say it's a piece of cake, it's a piece of cake. It's up to you. Yeah. It's up to you. It's like happiness. Happiness. Happiness is just a choice. Happiness is a choice. Nothing how else. Mean, how do you mean? Because you, you uh, earlier you said that uh, the environment are affecting us more, are stronger than the will. The environment is stronger than will, yes. Mm-hmm. How? <laughs> how can then happiness be a choice? Or how can anything be a choice if the because environment happi- is stronger? Because than happiness will? has not, nothing to do with outer circumstances. Mm-hmm. To be happy, that, that's something that comes from inside. Mm-hmm. And this is something that you always, you can always close your eyes. You can always go to a place where you have been happy. You to a place and see someone standing in front of you, touching you, caressing you. Someone who is so near and dear to you that you totally forget everything around you. 
within a fraction of a second. Some people would probably would go to a hypnotist or a hypnotherapist who helps you to go in that, into that kind of trance. Like it's like deep meditation. It's like deep meditation. Mm -hmm. That's the same brainwave state. You know, you go to the same uh, states of, of, uh, of brainwaves. And we learn more and more uh, about that. But you, you can... You can learn that. You can teach yourself to do that. Mm -hmm. And it's very easy. But now we're talking about uh, mental training and which um, meditation is mental training. And it has, has been used in the sports uh, world. Yes. And also in business world yes. for managers to... How does it work? You who, you are you're kind of an expert <laughs> no, I, uh, if I if I was an expert, I wasn't uh, I wasn't here anymore. So <laughs> that would mean I, I would already have um, reached liberation, and uh, my soul would be free. So maybe uh, my my chance is now to to talk a little bit about that. But um, but of course, yes, um, it it is very important to me, mm -hmm. and I know it works. You know why? No, because I practice it every day. Yes, I practice it every day. Every day, my, my day. Every day, my day starts with my morning meditation. Mm -hmm. That's how I start the day, and every day ends with my evening meditation. Do you do yoga, or is it? It's uh, it's it's a, it's an interesting question. Yes, I do yoga, but there are different forms of yoga. There is physical form of yoga, mm -hmm. like the physical exercises, like the asanas. Mm -hmm. And there is also a metaphysical side of yoga, mm -hmm. which um, in my case is called Kriya Yoga, which is a, a technique that allows you to control your life force, your um, energy. And by doing that, you can observe yourself you can observe how you can change on a daily basis how you can master things that you were not able to do yesterday mm -hmm. and today i'm able to do that that's very exciting that's really exciting and i remember when i started um, uh, doing that <laughs> i had to sit still for five minutes and i got up after about 45 seconds i said i will never ever be able to sit still for five minutes Today I'm doing six or uh, even eight-hour meditations, and wow. <laughs> and the, and the, the only thing that I uh, that I that I feel when I when I do that is, I just say, why don't I do more of these? Why don't I do more of these? Because everything becomes so easy, it becomes so clear. All the things that we don't need, all the the thoughts. The, and all the meanings we give to things that probably are not even our own meanings or our own conclusions, maybe have just we have just picked them up from somewhere. They, they fall away mm -hmm. and you can see things as they are. Mm -hmm. And you can see yourself as you are, mm -hmm. as the pure soul, as a perfect reflection of your creator. And you can sense and feel how powerful you are. And by doing that on a regular basis, you can transport that kind of feeling into your daily life yes and you can live that while talking with someone you can live you can experience that while writing uh, an important piece mm -hmm. you can experience that while teaching mm -hmm. 
being in the zone, you, you hear that from, the, from, from people in the sports, that they are absolutely in the zone, which mm. means it is an unconscious competence. Mm. They perform something. When you ask them afterwards, what did they do? They just don't know. No. They just don't know. They just knew it, but don't it was they, right. But don't they use their triggers to get in the zone when they, when they meditate and when they yes. are in the zone? They use uh, something to remind them. It could be like a snap yes. with the fingers, and then whenever when they need to to be in that in that zone, go to that direction. Yes. They use the do. There are, there are many ways yeah. of of bringing you into that kind of of brainwave state. Mm. You know, there there are many ways of of doing that, and I believe the more you practice, the more you you know what's right for you. Mm. Your intuition starts to develop and you can trust more and more your intuition mm. and your a higher, a higher consciousness starts to evolve and to develop. Yeah. So sometimes you know something and you, don't, you know that you can't know that. Where the hell does that come from? But you yeah, know, where does you have, it come from? Yeah, yeah it, it comes from a higher, uh, from a higher consciousness. Mm. You just, you just, you just connected your, your connector to giant universal Google, and you just mm. were, you, you were just drawing down universal knowledge, which is um, around in vibration in the ether, and you just um, tapped mm. into that, and you were able to to download it and to use modern language, mm. and. Uh, That's the fascinating things that these techniques, they have been told by the Rishis 6,000 years ago. Mm. And today, while going into a higher, developing into a higher age, um, we start to understand what these people were doing, you know, mm. and we start to use it. And it has to become um, uh, politically correct to talk about meditation, even if you are together with managers. Mm. And there is a gentleman, I, I would love to, to mention his name, Daniel J. Siegel. He is a professor at UCLA, and he has uh, co-founded an institute which is called the MARC, which is the Mindful Awareness Research Center. And Daniel himself has made a huge transformation from being a pure analytical mind of a professor talking to students about how the brain works to... He's transformed to someone who does group meditations with hundreds of managers in a room and holding hands and, um, and touching each other in a way and touching uh, from heart to heart in a way that you could not believe that this is true. Yeah. And there is another gentleman which is called uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza who does a lot of research. And what I love about Joe is... Um, whatever he talks, if he talks about metaphysical um, phenomena, mm. he has scientific, scientific proofs for that. So we How? How? he measures it. How? You, he measures, you can measure electricity. A thought is nothing else but electricity. A thought is energy. You can measure everything. Today we have the instruments to measure what's going on when we dream, to measure what's going on when we meditate, to measure how we can even change our DNA. Joe has scientific proof that by purely changing the way you think, you can change your DNA. 
Do you think that medical doctors like that kind of talk? No. No way. No. No way. And Dr. Joe, as, as he talks, uh, as he calls himself, he is not keen to talk on medical congress and to impress other people. What he's doing, he's teaching hundreds and thousands of people who are interested in learning it, interested in learning how to meditate, how to change their DNA, how to change the way they go through life. And these are the people who really make a difference. And it brings me back to my earlier statement, teachers are leaders. And Joe is a great leader, a great teacher, and he probably impacts millions, billions of lives in lives which are not even yet born, you know? Yeah. And that's the, 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 the fascinating thing um, about what I do. And I, I'd, I'd love to spend more time with you and, and help you find your own path of going within. Like, and a, finding, like, a, like a coach. Like finding, a, all, finding all the answers. They are already, yeah. they are already in there. Yeah. But just trust you yourself. Like this, uh, Napoleon um, Hill book. <laughs> <laughs> Did you read it? <laughs> no, not no, yet. No, not yet. <laughs> but, but you, you but bought I it. it. I have it in my uh, bag. Oh, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes that's enough. <laughs> Having it in the sh on the shelf is already enough. You know, yeah. you, you, it already the vibration, the content is already close to you. Yes. Good. Uh, I want to end this uh, episode of <laughs> Tell Your Story um, with a song. Yes. Uh, not, I'm not going to sing the song, okay. but we're going to listen to it. We, go, good. And, uh, it's we a can song. sing together. No. No. Uh, Have you is, done that? If I've been singing? Yeah. Yes, of course, yeah. many times. But uh, I have a special purpose for okay. this song. And it's a song that every time I hear it, I, I become really, really happy. Can you, can you, do you have a clue what song I'm aiming for here? It's a song, okay, I have to give you. Yes. <laughs> it's a song that you um, That played. reminds you of something. You played it. I played it. Yes. Okay. Um, every time that um, the break was over. Every time the break was over. Mm. Call me maybe. What's exactly. Good. Yes. So <laughs> uh, can you tell me why, why, do I, why do you think I become so happy when I, when I, think, uh, when I hear that song? Because you know, finally the break is over and they can go <laughs> back to learn. <laughs> yeah, but it was, it was this uh, high energy yes. feeling and it was the first, you know, uh, I, I was a little bit, um, why does he play this song all the time? But then uh, during when the workshop went along, I kind of understood why. Because you were um, loading that song with a positive energy and positive feelings. Yes. So I think everyone in the end, when we when we heard the song, yes, we were smiling a little bit and said, "Okay, now it's now it's time. It's time. <laughs> Back to work. Good. No. So, call me I'll, maybe. <laughs> I, I, I love it, and uh, I, I'm grateful that uh, you you took the right conclusion. Though some some people just think, you know, it's, it's just conditioning us. Of course, it's conditioning. You know, it's yeah. just like ringing the bell or so. But of course, it's. As you said, it's 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 part of the context, you know. Mm. You remember what we did before you were going to um, to the break, just before you go. Uh, no, what we, what did we do? We did an exercise which is called letting go, mm. telling your brain 
that the learning module is over, that everything that you learned in that block can mm -hmm. be stored in your long-term memory, can go mm -hmm. deep down mm -hmm. so that you don't think about open loops anymore during the break. Mm -hmm. So this is, this is like bringing you back into the, into the context yeah. because when you leave for the break, you leave the context. Mm -hmm. And it's very important to bring everybody back into the context. That's why we create the energy. That's why we bring the energy up by clapping our hands, mm -hmm. by by moving and by by going back into the into the into the vibration we had before we left. And by training this, it's um, I think about it's almost like training your mental condition. Yes, like you train your physical condition. You you if you have a good condition, you can easily get back yes. running again. And can I share a story with you of about course. about Call Me Maybe? Mm -hmm. Call Me Maybe is a song that would not exist if not one of my my teachers um, would have done something. Mm -hmm. One of my teachers uh, by the name of Steve Linder, he is a coach and uh, NLP specialist and um, and the lady who is singing the song Carly she's a client of him and mm -hmm. she was so afraid and she had only problems no breakthroughs no success until he helped her with some very specific exercises and the result of this coaching is called me maybe mm -hmm. and that's also from for me it's uh, also paying a tribute to my teacher and to Carly for doing that, that I played a song because mm -hmm. it's loaded with much more. It's, it's loaded with the philosophy of teaching, of sharing mm -hmm. and giving and caring for others. That's why I use it. Oh, what a fantastic yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wrapping up. Yes. <laughs> so thank you, Erhard, so much for um, wanting to record this episode with me. Thank you very much for giving me the chance to yes. be together with you, speak with you and hopefully touch some more people yes. with uh, what you're doing. Yes. Great work. Thank you so much. Thank you. So call me maybe. Yes. <laughs> I threw a
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.